Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That's the theme from the Sears Radio Theater. Tonight, a program of love and hate with Cicely Tyson as your hostess. Here's a preview. Suddenly, everything is oriental. Mysticism, martial arts, flower arranging, food. Oh, well, at least they have not tried to deal with the complications of Chinese opera yet. The Sears Radio Theater will begin after this message from your local station. This is Cicely Tyson. Inside the burning structure, there is a man named Chan. Why doesn't he come out? No one can answer that question but Mr. Chan. We can only sift through the clues that a look at his life might offer us. A master tailor, Mr. Chan fled from bandits, disease, and famine in his native China in 1928. He and his sister, the last living members of their family... In America, the mountain of gold, Sarah married a doctor named Shin and moved to San Francisco's Chinatown. Mr. Chan worked at a series of odd jobs, saved his money, and in 1933, moved to New York, where he opened his own tailor shop. The logic behind his move was that people in the East, dealing with cold weather, would have more clothes to sew. Such a shame, the rushing. The seasons change, but the people never do. Always rushing. Where are they going? They never seem to pause for a deep breath or to look closely at anything as I look at my sewing machine. Gadgets. They have a gadget for everything. Some piece of machinery to occupy every moment of the day. Cars, televisions, radios, telephones, toys, junk. They realize deep down that they are surrounded by junk. And it makes them feel aimless and dissatisfied. Yes, that would give one a feeling of having no purpose, no goal in life to be surrounded by and addicted to junk. So strange. Is this becoming a world in which I want to live? And that's just the beginning of our story. 
Radio Theater, a new adventure in radio listening. Five nights of exceptional entertainment every week, brought to you in Elliot Lewis production of The Sears Radio Theater. Our story, Mr. Chan, by Odie Hawkins. Our stars, Joseph Campanella and Marvin Miller. The Sears Radio Theater is brought to you by Sears Roebuck and Company. Sears, where America shops. Keep, keep clear of the hoses, please. Keep, keep clear. Why doesn't Mr. Chan leave while there's still time? What reasons could he offer for allowing himself to be trapped? Once more, we must turn to clues in the past for an answer. We must listen carefully to the threads in the fabric of Mr. Chan's life. Mr. Chan made an oblique study of the woman as she barged through the door. 35, 38, dyed blonde hair, too much perfume and lipstick, about 15 pounds overweight, and insecure exhibitionist. She tossed four expensive-looking dresses out of the Formica sales counter and drummed her bright green polished nails as she impatiently waited. Are you the only... He leveled a neutral look at her and eased from his seat behind the sewing machine to stand behind the waist-high counter. The alcoholic fumes spraying his face almost caused him to step backwards. I said, are you the owner? Yes, I am the owner. What can I do for you? A slight smile played at the wrinkled corners of his softly slanted eyes. She was obviously surprised to hear his clear, precise English. Well, I'd, uh, I'd like to have some seams let out in these dresses. You can do that, can't you? He fingered the label inside the neck of one of the dresses. Well-known American designer, good fabric, excellent workmanship. Yes, of course. I can expand the seams. They looked at each other across the counter. She, slightly taller than his five-six looked at a spot above his head, her eyes blurry from vodka. Well, how long will it take? Perhaps it would not be necessary to let seams out in these dresses if you lost, uh, oh, I would say 10 or 12 pounds. She glared at him. Her lips curled down hatefully at the corners, and she snatched her dresses from the counter. And just who the hell do you think you are? Mr. Chan leaned across the counter and rested his body on his elbows, watching the woman throw her dresses onto the back seat of a small, expensive Italian car and wedge herself into the front seat. People, don't they ever consider the possibility of being reasonable before acting irrationally? He shook his head sadly and strolled to his living area at the rear of the shop to heat more water for tea. Erect, steady, thoughtful. I wonder what goes wrong with some people. Why must they always seek the most incorrect ways to deal with their shortcomings? He returned to his machine, cradling a fresh cup of tea in his palms. A sarcastic expression flickering across his face as he spotted his other teacup on his work table. <laughs> and I talk about other people. How many cups are needed for one cup of tea? He took the empty cup to his kitchen sink. No sense cluttering things up with a bunch of empty cups. 
Imagine a young woman, certainly not older than 40, making preparations to become a fat person. Working steadily on the coat in front of him, he slipped in and out of a varied collection of thought patterns. A loyal Chinese son from 1 to 20, a victim of famine at 20, a married man at 25, a widower at 45. Ghosts. Fifteen years since her death. Fifteen long years since her death. Since... He could not remember what he wanted to remember. His ghost wife swirling around too swiftly for his mind to grasp. He steered his attention back to the cloth in front of him. Stitching, gluing the pieces of cloth together was always a return to reality. A wealthy customer... A rich man who loved handmade silk shirts had asked him once... M Mr. Chan, don't you get fed up sometimes? Fed up? Yeah, fed up. You know, sewing all the time. He smiled, remembering, and stared out of the window for a moment. How could you explain to someone who only cared about finished products what it means to create, to stitch a reality together? The same man had also asked, Mr. Chan, have you ever considered opening a shop downtown? This, this neighborhood has changed so much. What do you mean, changed? Well, you know, the class of people that used to live in this neighborhood have all moved, including me. <laughs> I don't see any difference. Well, what I mean... Oh, I know what you mean. I've seen the color of the people change, but I'm still the same. I have not changed. He finished the suit coat, turned the closed sign around to the outside, locked the door, and prepared himself a lunch of pork strips with bean paste, a bowl of rice, and, as always, hot tea. He used his chopsticks as though they were surgical instruments. After his meal, he slouched against the back of his favorite chair sighed deeply, and calmly looked around. The shop was all he needed. The shop and the living space behind it was his world. He believed that and was content. With his wife, Mr. Chan had had a home because she felt it was a necessity. She had been a source of strength and hope, but each one of the children had been born dead, three of them. And then she had died. Now there was only the shop, a facade, a counter to use for the defensive position, 